Hello, what have we here? Welcome, I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm the administrator of this facility. And who might you be? Hello, what have Hello. we here? What have we, why, why have we here? Welcome back to Lando's Lounge. Remember last two months ago when we were like, we'll be back soon? <laughs> two months is kind of soon. Was it us? two months? It was something. A lot went on. We tried to film this episode like two weeks ago when the actual thing dropped that we're going to talk about. And then but, we uh, couldn't. So we're here today. Yeah. In the words of Oliver Tree, life goes on and on and on and on and on. And now we're here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some Star Wars to talk about. Uh, namely, some actual, like, big, finally exciting news things we've been waiting for forever uh but a few smaller things first and first you were the one who mentioned this story so you bring it up uh about the casting oh yeah yeah yeah. so man what a random bit of news to cross my to cross my uh screen the other day uh, it I, I was scrolling through Instagram and I just on the discovery page and it, it was like a very not respectable account I guess not not like respectable I guess but like when I saw it I was like I don't believe this right it just was kind of weird mm-hmm. but I look into it and sure enough they've announced new casting for Mandalorian season three and that casting is Christopher Lloyd of Back <laughs> to the Future and Clue fame. <laughs> Clue fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably know him as Professor Plum from Clue or some of his more indie work on Back to the Future as Doc Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's going to be in. And also as Rick <laughs> from the recent. Rick oh, shoot. That's true. The live action Rick. But um, yeah, that just randomly announced for no reason. Uh, and we don't know. It was for the Mandalorian, right? Yeah, for the Mandalorian season three. season three. And we don't know who he will be playing, but I I like some of the articles I read made it sound like it wasn't like an original character. Because, like, no articles I read said, like, he's playing, like, a new character. And well, probably everyone's of... just trying to speculate. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I feel like there's kind of an angle that he's going to be, like, playing a character we've seen. But, obviously, since it's a live-action casting, that means we probably haven't seen them in live-action. Or it's in a way older version of someone. So we've been probing the depths of our brains to think of who could he possibly be playing if 
he's not playing an original character. And uh, do you have any thoughts? Mace Windu. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. I have a... There's a there's a thing about that as well. Uh, of course there is. There's always a thing about Mace Windu. But I, I was just trying to think, bro, who is old, like... Yoda? <laughs> yeah, like what... What the ghost of old Yoda? Yeah, so I'm thinking like it'd be really hard to think of like like Mandalorian season three. We're thinking post imperial era. Who like thinking of live action characters we've seen mm-hmm. before? Who he could possibly be playing a super old version of? That's like really hard. But I'm thinking of like animation characters probably from rebels you know because rebels supreme mm-hmm. uh that's that old who could he possibly be playing you he's know he's 83 I mean? in real life yeah like that's ancient so i was thinking the only thing i could think of is what's that one um guy from rebels who's voiced by clancy brown the governor guy he's like the governor of lothal at one point yeah that's the only thing i could think of and i i i don't know man maybe he's live action bendu christopher lloyd yeah i don't know if that would fit in the uh um like the Mandalorian corner of the universe. I wonder if he won't just be an original character, just a really old Mandalorian guy. Like maybe he's old Fen Rao or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, actually, I'm pretty sure there is a, a set photo or some sort of photo of Mandalorian season three. Um, oh, wait, it says it has been described. I'm reading the Hollywood Reporter article. It says character details are being kept located in the trunk of a DeLorean, but it has been described as guest starring in nature. So maybe um, he maybe he's just playing Doc Brown. Yeah. You know? Or maybe he'll be like some IP crossover. I don't know. But you know, we we trying to make a whole story out of this i think he'll just be an original character or at the most maybe like a legends character that is brought into like canon for the first time or something Mm -hmm. i i doubt they would be like this is ancient uh shoot uh like this is old cal kestis (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> bro. Well, I don't, it, that would happen. Or that would upset uh, a lot of people. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty. I heard something about like a big story about uh, how Axe Woves is gonna be in Mandalorian season three, and I was like, cool. Axe Woves or woven or whatever his name he disappeared. is. Disappeared. Yeah, like, it was hit. He was there with Bo and. Uh... Uh, Costca Reeves, and then when they showed up to help Mando again, Axe was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, but uh, maybe he died. Yeah, I saw that 
cool story, I guess. What were you saying about Mace Windu? And that Mace Windu, I saw something again. I, I couldn't go into the office that day at Lucasfilms. I wasn't at the office, so I don't know if that would, if this happened or not. But I heard that, like, kind of as a joke, I'm guessing as a joke, like uh, Samuel L. Jackson talked to someone. I can't remember if it was Kathleen Kennedy or uh, our heroes and saviors, Favloni. Uh, but he was just like, Hey, when am I gonna, when am I coming back? When am I going to come back? And I saw that fueling a lot of rumors mm. and, uh, every day we stray further, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That kind of beat. Yeah. Um, it, it's like, we have a lot of micro micro stories that aren't really stories. And yeah. then we have a bit, then we have a massive story at the end, yeah. but we're going to, we're going to keep you waiting. Um, uh, Mando's still supposed to come out at the end of this year, I think, right? We don't really know, as as is our most common, probably our two most common phrases on or like sayings. If you do the analytics, probably are "Watch Rebels," <laughs> and uh, we don't really know anything at the moment. Yeah, and and also. Uh, that uh uh it's been a while <laughs> oh yeah we say that probably <laughs> because yeah, it's been a while <laughs> um something came up you know yeah so i can't imagine i wonder like how like if they're done filming and then all of a sudden they were like by the way, Christopher Lloyd is in the like. Would they do that or yeah? Like, are they still filming it right now? And then, like, then it comes out because they cast him for like an episode or something. I don't think he would. I all right. He's eighty three. I do not expect him to be a reoccurring like big major character to the Mando storyline because yeah, they they learn their lesson from the sequel trilogy. That they don't be. They don't want to. They don't want to. Yeah. So I'm no sure. More. I'm sure he'll be there as like a friend of a friend or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be like, oh, I, I know a guy on this planet who can fix up my engine. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, he'll be like, I'll fix your engine. But first, I need you to get me some uranium from the Libyans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from the Lothalians. Yeah. They're Libyan terrorists, or was it Libyan or was it Syrian? It was Libyan. It's been a while since I've seen Back to the Future. Yeah, same man. All right. I, what else? Room. What other stories did we have going? Uh, Lego Star Wars comes out soon. Woo! It's a uh, yeah. So I oh 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 oh, oh. Eclipse. Star Wars Eclipse might not come out until 2027 or 2028. Oh my gosh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently they just don't have staff to like make it or whatever. And people were like, why would you even announce it? Yeah. Like, seriously. why would you even say that? Especially since no one 
it was on no people's radar. Yeah, nobody, no one was asking for it. The only Every, thing, I think people knew that that studio was making a Star Wars game, but like there were no specifics, nothing, nothing about it other than, hey, those guys are working on a Star Wars game, apparently. And then they're like, here's the game. And then a few months later, they were like, coming in five to six years. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> i i mean i'm excited for it but i also i don't think it's that big of a deal because it's not like oh i can't live without eclipse mm-hmm. right so yeah. at least it's eclipse and not like some other game like lego star wars or like <laughs> you know it's been pushed back enough for I, I just don't think it's really like hit my radar yet that it's a real thing that exists eclipse. so yeah, it doesn't seem real yet, so I'm not that upset about that it. But I did, I did find that, I did find that little tidbit very hilarious. But yeah, and then people um, are like, "This game's never gonna come out." I'm calling it now. If they're already delaying it five years, it's not happening. Yeah, but uh, Lego Star Wars. Oh man, it's crazy. This is also a game that's been delayed and delayed, and uh, uh, I won't be able to play it unfortunately when it comes out. Me and my gaming rig have been parted for far too I'm long. hopefully gonna get it on switch but uh yeah i'm i'm hoping to spring for the uh deluxe edition the 70 the 70 dollar yeah, one same because it has uh all these dlcs like yeah it has I'm all cool. the character packs that I, i'm sure we've gone into detail on before mm-hmm. but uh i'm also pretty sure the deluxe edition comes with like a an exclusive like luke like farm boy luke or something or like blue milk luke or something something yeah. weird uh and i need oh it. you're gonna go physical copy uh well no probably not oh oh you mean it comes in the game yeah yeah oh, like there's I a thought you meant it, a, like they actually send you a mini fig <laughs> yeah no that'd be that's that that would actually be sick if they aren't doing that that's kind of like huge missed opportunity but i got many yeah. things now i bought a lego but yeah it oh sick but yeah it looks so cool and like if you guys are like thinking like why do they talk so much about this lego game um it's like oh my you know you what never, i gotta you I actually got it 100 i actually <laughs> gotta take this beanie off i'm looking too much like tim pool oh, i have god. to <laughs> oh god I just realized anyhow so <laughs> the so something cool in this uh new leaked gameplay is like they were describing how the fighting mechanics work and so like for blaster with with people who fight with blasters right you can shoot different parts of their body to have a different effect so you can like shoot a stormtrooper in the foot and it'll they'll like stop and like grab their foot and so like you can stop them from moving that way like you can slow them down and then like you can shoot their helmet off as well and so like if you i'm pretty sure if you shoot them with their helmet on like their helmet flies off and then they become weaker and so like i'm like oh that's pretty cool like and you can also shoot like parts of the map and like destroy like cover and stuff so it sounds like it's like with the guns and stuff you can really interact with the environment and then also they were describing like the lightsaber and the melee mechanic 
And they said, like, instead of now just spamming one button, that's the attack button. That will just side to side, just like fight with a lightsaber. There are like a few different buttons and controls for different types of attack. And you have to combo them because like if you just spam one attack, eventually like your opponent will be able to block it or dodge it. So you have to like switch it up and use different types of attacks and like combos and stuff. And I'm like, bro, this is a, this is a Legos game. Like why, <laughs> like no one asked for like such an intricate combat system, but it's cool that it's there. Like, yeah, that's just one of the things that I'm excited about. So, uh, yeah, I'll yeah, be late the whole, to play the it. Open but. world of it all. Like I, apparently, Oh, I think I heard like if you go to the planet Coruscant, you can run around what they call like the federal district, which is like the Jedi Temple, the Senate building, all that stuff. And then there's another district that's like the underworld stuff with all the like neon signs and everything. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a huge game. Yeah. And I hope I hope it's like like I really, really hope that people can get like with it and like be happy that it exists and not be like, well, actually, blah, 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 blah. This doesn't, this yeah. is bad. It's like, there's, there's going to, there's going to be some people that are like complete saga was better. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's already people but, uh, that are like, I'm not playing episodes seven, eight, and nine. It's like, all right, don't, I don't like, why, yeah, why are like, you telling me that? Did I, like, did anyone ask? Like, who cares? We're going to play whatever we want. Yeah, and what I've else? Also, well, you can play whatever you can start whatever trilogy you want to start. Yeah. So, what? Wh- how are you gonna start it then? Probably just straight through. Yeah, that's. I'm going Phantom Menace to Rise of. Like, if you first of all, if you start at the Force Awakens, I don't trust you. There's an argument to start at A New Hope, and then I could see someone playing it as the movies came out. But if you start at The Force Awakens, I just don't trust you. <laughs> that doesn't yeah, make be sense. A weird, it would be a weird way to start. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, super bummed I won't be able to play it for like another couple months. Oh, another thing. So yeah. we talked about The Bad Batch and how we didn't know when it was coming out. And there was the Star Wars Insider magazine that said coming this spring. Well, the next issue of Star Wars Insider magazine came out and it said coming soon. So sad. <laughs> so uh, not this spring and maybe not this summer either. Who knows? When. Yeah. And I, we were last coming time we soon talked. doesn't actually mean coming soon. It just means we didn't forget about this. Yeah. And when we when we last talked about it, we were using it to kind of like try to gauge where when Kenobi would come out and what that would look like, but we we now know. No, no, we knew when date. Kenobi would come out at that Oh, point. did we? We were trying to say oh. we were using that to say like how are they gonna release Bad Batch yeah, yeah. with Kenobi already having a, a starting date that's yeah. within the number of episodes of Bad Batch. That's right. It's been a while. Season. Yeah. Um but uh on the tv front we can finally get to our big story because we finally got the first kenobi teaser in all of its glory and uh it is it is called like the kenobi official teaser or something so it's not trailer one yeah um 
but that said it is like a minute and a half long or so um and it came out of nowhere really it came alongside a, an entertainment weekly article which they mm -hmm. basically had a bunch of images which was exciting enough uh, to see the images as well as some more little details about uh, some of the things in the images and then like 10 minutes later they were like oh here's the trailer too and then people just went insane and there was peace in the fandom for about a day um, <laughs> which we'll get to but i guess we can just break down the trailer i was gonna maybe <laughs> do you think the podcast would get taken down if i pulled it up and shared it um shared screen and just recorded the audio of the thing if we well, have to pause it and talk about it yeah, so the the stipulate well, first of all, even doing that, we very well could get claimed. I think uh, platforms like YouTube are more strict about that. I don't know what Spotify would do about it. I don't know what the system for that is, but I'd say fair use, since it's like a major corporation, there's more leniency with us watching their content, like it's because it, it's like for it to i've be, seen other podcasts yeah yeah it, it, I, the main thing is that like we have to transform the content so we will have to pause <laughs> it and talk about it point by point we can't just watch it and sit silently and then be like okay that was the trailer for uh yeah kenobi well let's see if we can do it let's pull it up desktop one share <laughs> oh boy oh look is. at that look oh, at that are you admiring my wallpaper i was mm -mm -mm. we might have to hit a world between worlds after this maybe yeah all right kenobi we're gonna get an ad watch no we didn't all right Fingers. well it's meant to be it is all right so We'll let it play a couple seconds and we'll stop and talk about what happens, basically. Maybe do a little commentary during it. We, we do a little commentary. No. They couldn't have made it a little grainier, could they have? Okay. So, first, right off the bat, we see one of the... looks great, by the way. We have the... Uh, I forget what they're called. I feel like they're Yogi. called, like... Eopies. That's yeah. what I, I was gonna say. Ethiopia. <laughs> Ethiopia. <laughs> yeah, but I knew that wasn't right. So yeah, we have those things. Uh, famous from that. I I don't think they were in the original trilogy, were they? Um, I don't know. They might have been digitally added into the special editions. That's true. Um, but, I can't remember though. Um, yeah, they were definitely in episode one, and they were famous for flatuate flatulence. Flatulence. Yeah, that's that's what I was. That's all I was gonna say. Famous for farting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's important. So, right away, the trailer was like heartbreaking. It's the music that it sounds like the. It's definitely prequel music, and I think it's like a slowed down version of Battle of the Heroes. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's Kenobi's voice. There's a bunch of different shots of just him on Tatooine, basically. 
and he says like the fight is over we lost and it's just like dude that is not okay and it's (laughs) like it it just you get the vibe that obi-wan is not Mm. he's just defeated and he's he's going through it right now he's just kind of getting by he's like don't hit me up only real ones know and the yeah the cinematography looks really good as well and young luke skywalker yeah so that is a a big i feel like it's not a focal point in this trailer but that's kind of like a big point for me at least and i've heard a lot of people talking about it as that was a lot of people thinking that was going to kind of be part of it like a a young luke skywalker like guardian angel from afar type of angle so it definitely appears that that will be present but not i i would assume if that were happening that would be like the focus of the story i guess but based on this trailer it kind of looks like it's not that important it seems like uh, it might it might be like the inciting incident you know, if you know, like, the, the typical, yeah. like, plot graph, like, the inciting incident is what kicks off the story. I feel like Luke is kind of the inciting incident. And we'll get into that later once we get a little bit further into yeah. it. But, um, and yeah, I Luke don't... being there is definitely uh, a welcome addition. And yeah, as we'll see later, um, not so much Luke, but, like, Uncle Owen seems to have at least a sizable role in maybe an yeah. episode or two, um, especially given what was said in the EW article. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, and uh, another a, r- a rare W for a Star Wars theory. I gotta say, because I was a this has kind of been like you said a uniting part of the fandom. So I was very curious to see if we're on one side of the fandom. I don't I don't know what side that is or how that would be labeled. But I was just curious what the what I would consider to be the other side is. And a uh, rare W, uh he was like, "Hey, let's be super intentional about not bullying this child actor for Luke. How about that?" I was like, "Hey, that's a really good idea." Mm-hmm. And uh like the last time, it's it's really comparable to like young Anakin showing up in the Phantom Menace and then Jake Lloyd being mercilessly uh lambasted for it so uh I just like to echo that sentiment don't yes don't do like why and Mark Hamill co-signed him already so yeah he was was like like, he looks like Luke to me he seems fine by me word Um, all right And that was when everyone lost their minds. Yeah. The duel of the fates. It, it definitely is uh, very, very heavily playing into the prequel-ness of it. It knows yeah. that it's kind of the epilogue. It's kind of the sequel to the prequels. And that it knows so that it knows that's what it is. It's even more so than like the original trilogy, which I feel like 
if it, if something is a prequel, it doesn't necessarily mean the thing it's a prequel to is a sequel. It's like, um, yeah, it's like, like, like uh, the the like for example, I I feel like we can explain this just in Star Wars. Rebels is definitely like a prequel to the original trilogy, while Bad Batch is definitely a sequel to the to the prequels you know what i mean even though they occupy like the same area of time kind of like they're in the same era but they're definitely different things yeah i well i just mean more like if you think about like the hobbit not necessarily the movies because they do try to tie that the movies to the lord of the rings movies more but the book the hobbit is kind of it's like a prequel to the Lord of the Rings, but nothing really about the Lord of the Rings needs yeah. the Hobbit, and nothing about the Hobbit needs the Lord of the Rings to exist. Yeah, and I mean the Hobbit. Was I feel like first as well, so it was like, yeah, I guess. But it's like Kenobi or the Obi Obi Wan Kenobi is what it's called. Um, is definitely relying on. Uh, like playing to the nostalgia of prequel fans whereas the original trilogy like without the prequels makes sense on its own and like the prequels without the original trilogy makes sense on their own but I feel like the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is definitely going to be like we know you all like the prequels and so here is like the prequels too <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right this is the inquisitor's fortress and there's yeah there's the money shot um so we're getting inquisitors for sure we're getting the grand inquisitor um big l take i don't understand why people can't understand how prosthetics and practical effects work because every time that there's a character that was animated and they bring him into live action, there's always someone who's it's like, the same, it's, all, it's the same debate three times now. Literally, they're like, I'm we can do it. that. We can do that better. We can CGI that better. And for some instances where like the Luke Skywalker thing, it's like, yeah, that was better. And then the Cad Bane thing, it was like, you're really taking the magic out of seeing an actual like, what seems yeah. to it seems like it's an actual person standing there, and they're like, yeah. oh, actually, we want him to look more like the cartoon. Yeah, and like it's the same for this Grand Inquisitor, and I get the head shape thing. Like that was my first thought too. I was like, whoa, his head is much rounder than it normally looked. But then I got it. Like you can't have someone running around doing flips with a tall head prosthetic like that. That's not how that works. Even Kiedi Mundi in the prequels wasn't doing that many stunts with that giant prosthetic head. Yeah. And like, this is what I think is like a big difference between Star Wars and Marvel. Cause I feel like if you walk onto the set of a Marvel movie mid filming, you're in a massive green or blue room with all of your people wearing like body outfits with like just random lines and like caps and like, mm-hmm. like all sorts of mocap stuff. But when you walk onto a Star Wars set, you're either on a physical set 
or you are in like the sound, right? Or the volume. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> sound. Now, the sound. they probably do still use their fair share of blue screen. Yeah, but, but like, I feel like there's a much, there's much more attention given to trying to be practical. Yeah. Like and even, even the prequels, which kind of get criticized for being too CGI, they used more miniatures and like diorama sets than they actually than even the original trilogy used so mm -hmm. even when they are like pushing for cgi or whatever they're not just they're not going only cgi and getting rid of whatever practical effects they can yeah but like um as so spider-man no way home was recently released on digital and so there's like a lot of talk about I'm I imagine with like special features or whatever, like a lot of talk about how it kind of got made. And there's like basically everything, every person was just entirely CGI'd basically like for half of the movie, for example, like the only like Alfred Molina's face was the only thing that wasn't CGI, like entirely CGI. So like every, like from the neck down, he was completely CGI and then his face is also digitally de-aged so that's like mm -hmm. it's like yeah like it, it and it looked cool but like the difference is when you walk onto a star wars set and you see rosario dawson as ahsoka or you see cad bane like they are what you're seeing is what's like you would see in front of you if you were physically there like mm -hmm. that's ahsoka like oh my god she's right there Imagine being on a set and looking at Rosario Dawson in full Ahsoka prosthetics and be like, mm, no, nah, you're like a, too short. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's whack. Like, I don't know. It's so like, there's just something about it being like in front of you, I guess. Like they're, they're trying to make it real. I agree that you're like, Oh, this is like, yeah. Well, and you, it, you know, like, they know the limitations of the practical effects like they're not they're not sitting there surprised like wait what his her her head her uh ahsoka's what are they montrell aren't as tall as they were in rebels really they're not like they yeah. know they're they're the ones make like they know what they're doing they're making mm -hmm. sacrifices because it turns out better to do it to actually make yeah. it real than to just do it cgi yeah and so every time a new character is shown out and the inevitable fan edit comes <laughs> out and everyone's like this is so much better like i agree that like they do look cool as well right like i don't think the edits are bad edits like the sebastian stan luke edit that's the one i'd say i don't like but yeah like with everything else i'm like yeah that looks good but it's not like like it's not like they tried and failed to see. Yeah, the it character. looks like it they looks like they just to... put the cartoon into the live action world. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah, like... well, and people, especially in the case of the Grand Inquisitor, are also like, yeah, but we've seen his species in live action before, and why they're just too lazy to do that? And it's like, all right, that guy was there for thirty seconds, delivered like three lines, and then dipped. Like this, the Grand Inquisitor is going to be fighting, running, doing stunts, probably. Like, he'll probably be jumping on wire. Yeah. Like, 
It's like wait until you find the out. Main thing they're like, we've seen Duros in live action. I was like, you think those things could move? <laughs> That's just a big rubber bucket on someone's head. Like that thing yeah. doesn't it doesn't move on its own. And wait till you find out that some humans on Earth are like five feet tall and others are six feet tall. Mm-hmm. What? What? That's like, bro. Okay, yeah. I don't know. That might be a nitpicky point, but like, yeah, I, like, come on. Mm-hmm. All right. Jedi cannot help what they. This are. monologue is super good. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So this uh, this shot of all these inquisitors. Um, so this is the first shot we get of the new inquisitor, um, who they're given. Uh, the name Reva, R-E-V-A, and I believe it was confirmed that she is the um, the third sister, I believe it was said. Word. So, and then this guy here is the fifth brother, who we'll see later. This And girl, are we also familiar with him as well? Yes, he was from Rebels. So I have yeah, a list, yeah, yeah. actually, of all the Inquisitors we've met. Um, I, I don't know who this girl is over here. Um, and she's also in the trailer one other time. I'm not sure we've ever met her. Unless, yeah, I didn't recognize her. Unless there was... All right, so these are all the Inquisitors that we've seen. Uh, they're all canon um, and where we've seen them. So the Grand Inquisitor obviously was from Rebels Season 1. The Second Sister was from Fallen Order. Um she's the human one from fallen order um the third sister that is uh reva here um the fourth sister was only in the return to vader's castle comic which was kind of like a a, kind of like a horror anthology for kids comic about like (laughs) a bunch of stuff and there was one that like someone was impersonating the fourth sister and then the fourth sister like came after them or something i didn't read it um but the fourth sister sounds like a banger the fifth brother is from rebels he's the gray-skinned guy um the the like big alien guy from rebel season two the sixth brother was from the Ahsoka novel, which did you read that one? Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's gone. He's, he's out of the picture from there. He's dead. Um, I'm not sure when that Ahsoka novel takes place compared to Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I'm not sure if he'll be in there. Um, a lot of these guys were also in the Darth Vader comic, um, but they're more uh, famous for like being in Rebels or whatever. The eighth yeah. brother was in Rebels. Um, or no, we where we stop. The seventh sister was in Rebels. That was the Mirialan girl who was kind of the leader of the three that were the villain of season two. The eighth brother was the, I don't think you ever saw his face, but I think they said he was one of the Django jumpers, like from the episode where that someone steals the Soga's oh, lightsaber. Yeah. And I don't think you ever see his face, but he is uh, the other of the three main Inquisitors from Rebel Season 2. The ninth yes. sister was the one from Fallen Order. That's like the giant alien one. Um, and the tenth brother, I think, was only in the Vader comic. 
by Charles Soule. And also in the Vader comic, we see two as of now unnamed or unnumbered ones. There was an Inquisitor that I believe was a red-skinned female alien of some sort. I don't know if there was a very clear species to what she mm. was. Wasn't given a number, I don't believe. And then there was a black-skinned Twi'lek male, I believe. Uh, also not given a number, but I think uh, they were both in the Vader comic, I think. So, um, yeah. So at that point, there's 13. Um, there is nobody named the first sister or first brother. Um, that could be because that's the Grand Inquisitor, or maybe this is the first uh like maybe there is a first whatever and we just haven't met them yet um and so there who knows there could be even more beyond this that are waiting to be introduced i don't think this girl over here is the seventh sister because i don't think she's miri allen mm-hmm. it could be the fourth sister because i don't think you ever actually see her without her helmet on or maybe you do so I like we don't really know who she is, um, but we'll keep going and we'll talk more about the Inquisitors. Yeah, and and I was just gonna say, like obviously we talked about how there's a lot of backlash to the Grand Inquisitor's appearance. I was surprised there wasn't pleasantly surprised that it kind of stopped there. You know what I mean? I saw Not, a little bit about I the didn't fifth see- brother. Not, I mean, to, I think it mostly got overshadowed by the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, to be fair, I have not. I've deleted TikTok uh, for the a considerable bit, maybe permanently if it if the detox goes well. So I've not been as exposed to L takes, which mm-hmm. has had its pros, but it's had its cons. I kind of, you know, I it was so funny. I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but on TikTok whenever i would like see a star wars video that i was like oh come on i have to say something and i go to the comments i always see you in there the same videos yeah it's even it's even gotten the non-star wars videos as well like i'll be like i don't i don't comment often and when i feel compelled to comment i go in there and i find you every time and i'm like we're like on the same wavelength here (laughs) yeah well it's just like some people say the weirdest arguments for things. And say the darndest things. It's like, that doesn't really make any sense. Anyways, the Inquisitor's monologue here is really cool. He's like, in order to find a Jedi, like, you don't have to, you just have to, like, put people in danger and their compassion will make them, mm-hmm. like, act out. And here's a shot of, like, someone being hung in, like, a... or Jojo hanged, Rabbit type beat. Hanged, I guess it would be in a, in a Tatooine uh, gallows. Uh, yeah, there's Rava again, and man, um, the fact that they cast Joel Edgerton as Owen Lars in the prequels for like two yeah. scenes, and then by the time he came, like this show came out, and he's like an actual like good actor who's like well known for things. And I think even in the EW article, Deborah Chow was like, thank God George cast him because he's so good. So I think yeah. he, he might actually have a decent role in this. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it kind of seems like least, a wasted opportunity. Yeah, and at least for a little bit, I would imagine he would, like maybe for an episode or two, He, I feel well, like he would be, or he could be a big role. Um, but given where it goes in this trailer, I don't know. Well, yeah, and I, I watched, I rewatched A New Hope the other day. And like... He definitely has history with Obi-Wan. He has more of a history and a relationship with, pardon me, I've been drinking the sparkling water and it's moving through me. He has definitely more of a relationship with Kenobi than just him showing up and dropping a baby at his doorstep. Mm-hmm. And like, I, what he calls him like, like a crazy old wizard and like a fool or whatever. And uh, so whether he genuinely thinks that and there's something that like made him not like Obi-Wan Kenobi or whether like Kenobi told him like, hey, like, I don't think it's like whatever. If he's just like feigning, not liking Obi-Wan to kind of keep Luke away from yeah. him, what, like whatever it is, there's definitely something more there. And like they like I can't foresee this show not having them interacting yeah you know to what degree we'll have to wait and see Mm -hmm. and that's my riddle or my poem for the day (laughs) riddle i was thinking of the riddler yeah all right so (laughs) already so uh we're a minute into the trailer a minute and 46 long uh and we're on a different planet and that's one thing people had been wondering is like will we be will obi-wan be leaving the planet the jedi code is like a um okay who do you think this because all right so this is the woman from game of thrones who is yeah pascal's wife who do you think this is because when she was cast, a lot of people speculated, oh, she could be the seventh sister. She could be, I saw some people saying she could be a Saj Ventress. I'm like, that doesn't work. Um, and it, sounds like someone didn't she, read Dark Disciple. She is definitely a, uh, an Imperial officer. And I think she could be, uh, what is it, Governor Price? Is that her name? Oh. Price from Rebels? Interesting. I hadn't considered that. But uh she could just be a random imperial. Yeah. So this is uh Indira Varma. She plays Ilaria Sand in Game of Thrones. First of all, shout out, man. Legend. Uh and yeah, I I, I was thinking about this before we started recording today. How I guess I never put together that in game of thrones she is married to oberon martell which is who is played by pedro pascal so now i'm wondering what other game of thrones alumni are in star wars if any can you think of any um is this like a oh duh freaking uh daenerys crap yeah daenerys (laughs) yeah that's Uh, um hmm. anyone else anyone else they, it's not super important, but I just think it was interesting, yeah. you know, like uh-huh. how it was, Game of Thrones was like the biggest show, and then like oh, uh, Veers, Veers is the old old guy, Veers, Pycelle, maybe, huh? 
Veers is the guy who leads the Empire at the Battle of Hoth, I believe. And he's also the guy from Indiana what? Jones. What? He's also the guy from Indiana Jones 3. He's Pycelle. And I think he's... Or maybe not. Maybe his name isn't Pycelle. He's the old, 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 old guy that works for the Lannisters at the castle. Oh, yeah. No, that is Pycelle. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. Maester, um, Grand Maester. Bro, yeah. I didn't know that. Dang. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Game of Thrones yeah, is goaded. She could be Governor Price from Rebels. But I I also think she Oh, could... here's that Inquisitor again. See, yeah. I don't think we do know who that is because she's not wearing a helmet here either. So maybe she just doesn't wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't think we've seen an Inquisitor that doesn't wear a helmet that's like that. Unless like I let me look up the fourth sister because Yeah. Anyhow, I would say as far as who that imperial character is um i could see it very much seems like the inquisitors are like kind of like the primary antagonist of this and obviously vader will play a part in it as well so like i don't know if there's like room for like all these inquisitors and vader and like this imperial woman after him so like i could even see this is the fourth sister i could see something happening to where like she turns i don't think that's her who this new inquisitor? No, no, this new imperial officer, whoever oh. she is. I could like, see you think she could her, be a rebel spy or something. Something like that, or like her genuinely being an imperial, whatever reason she's kind of like Callus and Zeb, for whatever reason, they're stuck together for something. Mm-hmm. And then like by the end, maybe she has a redemption arc. Who knows? But anyhow. Yeah. So uh, we do see this new Inquisitor again. And Kenobi is on this other planet. So Kenobi will be leaving uh, Tatooine. Uh, We'll get into what we think the plot's going to be based on the trailer in a little bit. But uh, this droid, if I had to guess, because this is the first teaser. Nothing they're showing doesn't mean something. I wonder if this droid is Kumail. Kumail. <laughs> or, or, Woo, I or, didn't think about that. Or uh, Ice Cube Jr. Or like, like <laughs> one, of those, one of those guys that was cast that people were like, whoa, he's in this? Or like Benny Safdie or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, although I could see Benny Safdie being uh, another Inquisitor uh, later down the line. But I, I definitely think this droid is going to be voiced by somebody and i don't think this is just a random droid that they're showing for no reason just like they showed the uh the imperial officer like for one single shot in a trailer but she's got to be something important they wouldn't just show a random shot for no reason oh yeah okay the helicopter sabers from rebels live action they are live action confirmed and like he doesn't look that bad the inquisitor the grand inquisitor like yeah no i don't i don't think so first in that first shot of him his head looks a lot like weirder than it does this shot like it does even look like they did make his head taller like like they didn't just do nothing 
they they definitely put a prosthetic head on him. It's just not as tall and narrow as some people hoped it would be. Yeah, and I saw and other like, people like he doesn't have the yellow Sith eyes, and it was like, all right, you're getting pressed over contact lenses that he doesn't have. Like, come on, for a rank that he is not. <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, uh, why would he have Sith eyes? Well, I, I think know. he had yellow eyes in the in the. Uh, in rebels but like what are they supposed to glow or something like it uh, who cares it way, way. um but yeah the spinning lightsaber it does look cool in live action i seriously wonder if we're gonna get helicopter lightsaber. yeah the problem was never with the spinning or like i think the way the hilt looks is kind of baller mm-hmm. it's the problem has always been with the flying yeah, I wonder. Uh, what, I wonder if they'll address that. There's no all. shot, right? I don't. I think the best is to just. I would love to see not. them do it, and then be like, we have mini propul like, uh, propulsor things in well boots or something. I think it. I just th- thought it made sense, like if they were just force jumping and then just like, like drifting down, or. Like not even drifting, just like jumping in the air and then spinning your lightsaber because you're like chasing someone or like fighting someone, mm. like like as a flourish, maybe. Like yeah. I, I just no, don't. They, they I think there's. <laughs> I think there's no way that we'll like, see. It's no, at just. Least, I think in my they'll mind, at least have someone jump off of something while holding it and then come down in an attack. I think they'll definitely. Yeah. They'll they'll reference it at the very least. Yeah, it's too cool of a it's too interesting at least of a visual piece not to be used like that. It's just I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if gonna, I want I doubt, them to address I doubt the they're flying. gonna be lifting off without yeah, I don't know if I want them to address the flying or not, but yeah. I, we'll see. All right, so here's the fifth brother mm-hmm. and I did see some people mad about this because they're like, they just painted his face gray. They didn't even make him an alien. It was like, uh, have you ever seen Star Trek? The aliens are just humans with a bowl cut and pointier ears. That's what makes an alien in Star Trek. Like, just like, and, and also, is, um, how are you going to look at this shot and that's what you address? Yeah, really. The actor is uh, the guy who played Han in the Fast and Furious, uh, specifically like Tokyo Drift. And I think the fifth and sixth and maybe the ninth. He's definitely in the ninth. He's definitely in the third. And I think he's in he's in you, either you five or six or both of them. I've but never seen he, any of them. Um, I've seen them all at least once, I think. But um, he is... Uh, he was one of the first, I think, big casting announcements. I forget his name. It's like uh, Sung Kang or something like that. I'm looking it up. Here, I'm looking it up. Yeah, his name is Sung Kang. He, um, yeah, he played Han in Fast and Furious. And uh, he is... Uh, I believe in an interview at one point, he was like, I get to use a lightsaber. And people were like, I don't know if you were allowed to say that. And so people speculate. <laughs> so I think people speculated that he was going to be an Inquisitor. I think I even saw speculation that he would be this Inquisitor, and he is. Um, 
cool to see him though like he was really cool in rebels he was he was like one of the scarier ones because he was like this big gray skin monster guy um so yeah that's exciting So there's been a lot more speculation about this shot than I thought there was going to be. So there's this figure with a blaster. You don't see their face. You don't really see who they are facing off against Reva, the new Inquisitor. Um, and I think in a few shots right here, actually, um, we see Obi-Wan on a rooftop with a blaster. Mm-hmm. I think people have pointed out that it isn't the same blaster but i do think that guy was obi-wan because i don't think we're gonna see obi-wan activate his lightsaber until like episode five or six like i think yeah going i think he's going to be as incognito as possible i think he's going to be using a blaster and maybe the force as sneakily as he possibly can yeah, but then you not, have him in not. a new hope to where he just casts someone in a bar <laughs> with a lightsaber. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely think, I think that guy was uh, Obi-Wan. I don't think it was Cad Bane, like I've seen people saying. I don't think it was Han Solo. Like oh, I've my seen. gosh. I don't think it makes sense for any of those people to be in Obi-Wan Kenobi's send-off, probably. I don't know how much more. Yeah, I would Kenobi. say that's. I think it's going to be Obi-Wan. And I also think, uh, I think Obi-Wan and this Inquisitor are going to, um, they, I think they are going to be kind of the integral conflict of the movie. I think she'll be the primary antagonist. I know we have Vader in the show. Vader's not in this trailer at all. I think it's going to be her in charge of hunting down um, Obi-Wan primarily yeah. because they, they spent way too much time on her. And in the article, they talk a lot about her. They created the character for this show. So I think she's going to be kind of the primary antagonist until Vader. And so I think that shot is going to be one of many instances where she and Kenobi face off. And we should also say, partway through the trailer, the music goes from Duel of the Fates to Battle of the Heroes. And it's just, like, incredible music. Like, they mm-hmm. they really went off. And John Williams coming back for the show is another just awesome thing. Goated. And then you obviously hear Vader's breathing there. And it is a limited series. And that's the trailer. Um, Word. So my, uh, my, how I think the plot is going to be. So there were rumors that this was going to be about like Obi-Wan kind of helping out a young Leia. And that's why she knows about Obi-Wan in A New Hope. This trailer didn't really give that impression at all. Um, I mean, it was only a minute and 46, a minute, uh, a minute and 46 seconds of a six episode series. So there's definitely room for that to be there. 
I think. But it seems more to me like Obi-Wan is protecting Luke. Something happens, the Inquisitors hear of it, and they show up. So Obi-Wan has to flee. He has to leave Luke vulnerable in order to protect Luke, which is a big irony. And so he has to leave and kind of lead them away from Tatooine. And I think eventually he's going to pull out the saber and kind of stomp some of these Inquisitors. Or I think possibly he could um, maybe even kind of sway Reva a little bit, maybe like change her mind, kind of turn her against the Inquisitors, maybe kind of yeah. show her that like the Jedi way is the right way or whatever. And I'm not, I'm not sold on that idea yet. I think it's a possibility though. And then I think once Obi-Wan finally like shows up, like I think like we should we saw him with the blaster. I think that'll be his first method of dealing with the Inquisitors. When that doesn't work, I think he'll finally bring the saber out. He'll yeah. kind of stomp him. So, and then so uncivilized. Like, yeah, and then they'll be like, hey, Vader, we need Vader. And that's when I think Vader's going to come in. So mm-hmm. I think we'll see Hayden as Anakin in flashbacks. I think that's more likely when we'll see Hayden. And then I think Vader won't be in it until the finale or the last two episodes, if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, I-, I don't think Vader's going to be a huge part of the show. I think he'll just be kind of the final confrontation. But I do think we'll see a little bit of Hayden as Anakin because they have been talking so much about how Hayden is in it and like they bring back Hayden. And I think Obi or Ewan McGregor even said like we got to Hayden and I got to be Obi-Wan and Anakin again or something like that in an interview. So yeah, it definitely seemed like there was some interaction there. Yeah. Like substantial interaction. So I could see kind of like Book of Boba Fett, like kind of some flashback sequences that are kind of also telling a part of a story or something yeah yeah um yeah i think i think for the most part we're going to be um primary antagonist is going to be the reva character yeah i agree Um, um i could also see kind of like you said earlier like luke being the instigating incident or whatever inciting incident or or yeah yeah like maybe maybe uh or well i'll let you i'll let you yeah i was gonna say i think like obi-wan will be like monitoring luke because like it seemed i mean obi-wan's a hermit right so like i think of like what will force obi-wan to show his hands i guess and like i can't see like him being in like a marketplace and like someone is like punches someone else and he like uses the force or whips out a lightsaber and like intervenes and he's like oh no i've played my cards or whatever but i could see like he's monitoring luke and then luke accidentally like uses the force or does something that kind of like sets the dogs on his trail and so like obi-wan has to like step in to like 
you fall he like yeah steps in this this is gonna sound dumb because i didn't i haven't fleshed out this idea more than this but he's like oh actually it was me using the force or whatever but like basically takes whatever suspicion onto him and then is like trying to like Mm -hmm. get luke out of harm's way as much as possible yeah but also i can see i can see that where luke accidentally does something that kind of arouses suspicion or something puts Luke in like immediate direct danger and Obi-Wan kind of has to step in like he doesn't really have any other choice but to step in and then that is what happens like like you said maybe they're at the market or something and like um Luke runs across the road or something and like a speeder's about to hit him and so Obi-Wan kind of has to stop the speeder and then everyone's mm-hmm. like how did you do that or whatever like I don't know um maybe not maybe something more drastic than that but um I definitely could see like I, Obi-Wan isn't stupid and he's been doing this yeah. for 10 years he's not just going to accidentally activate his lightsaber oh that would be funny though if he's just standing there and all of a sudden they're like, what's that blue thing coming out of that guy's belt? Oh, <laughs> oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, but, um, I, th- I think I agree that I don't think like the primary plot. Oh, oh, oh like... I have one other thing. The other guy with the blaster or the guy with the blaster where you don't really know who it is. Like before the rooftop shot of Obi-Wan with the blaster what if say um like what if it's it's less obi-wan leaving tatooine on his own to kind of draw him away what if he was joined by owen lars and it was kind of like a like a a buddy Mm. scenario or imagine this he's on a planet surrounded uh by a he need he needs oh (gasps) okay he needs some sort of like the empire's looking for him, right? He needs some smuggling uh, or some illegal transportation done, and so he calls in a friend, an old friend of uh, morally gray character, Hondo oh, no. Onaka. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that'd be funny. But uh, yeah. Anyhow, it's I would actually say- Darth Plagueis. It's Revan. <laughs> it's the resurrected Darth Bane. Yeah. But um, anyhow, yeah. I was saying I like I don't I agree. I don't think the main plot is like him protecting like a young Leia or whatever, but I think there's like no chance that like they didn't like they don't have like a young Luke thing going on. And like they don't at least ask mm-hmm. themselves the question like what does Obi-Wan do about Leia? So I think yeah. like that could be an episode. I don't know. I don't think it'll yeah, be like. The thing is like, we obviously don't know the structure of the show yet. Mm-hmm. It could be that he's just trying to cause a bunch of scenes and like create this path, this trail leading the Inquisitors away. And so he has to go to all these planets and kind of, kind of make a scene in order to get their attention and then all that or, so like maybe maybe a couple episodes are him going to different places and doing different things you know maybe he i also wonder like does he 
does he ever keep in contact with Yoda in some way, like through the force? Yeah. Or like does he keep in contact with Bail Organa? Because Bail Organa is the one who in Rogue One is like, we need the help of a friend in playing Obi-Wan, and that's why Leia sends the message to Obi-Wan in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So obviously she knows that he exists. He she knows who Obi-Wan is enough that she knows he fought with bail in the clone wars um so she knows enough about him maybe it's not a stretch to say she had met him before but um yeah i don't know given what the trailer is i don't know if that makes much sense for being the main plot it could they could fit it in somehow maybe i I I don't know the specifics, but my best guess of what the plot is is basically like some like someone in the Empire or someone finds out something about Obi-Wan, about Luke, about the Jedi that they shouldn't know. And so that causes Obi-Wan, he's desperate enough to like keep whatever that is a secret that he goes off planet trying to find out like i don't know the specifics like if he doesn't know who it is that knows something they shouldn't or if he does know who it is that knows something that they shouldn't and he is trying to like silence them well that sounds kind of dark but like you know what i mean like basically (laughs) he's trying to keep something under wraps and it's like i think it would be cool i think it'd be cool if like everything we've seen could be the first half like, what if what if the first half of the show is something happens on Tatooine, he leaves Tatooine, the Inquisitors follow him, he faces the Inquisitors, and then the halfway through the show, the finale of the middle of the, like, third episode, if it's, I think it's six episodes, might be more, might be less. Say the finale of the third episode is he stomped all the Inquisitors on this other planet, and then Vader shows up, and he's like, he senses that Vader like who vader actually is and so the second half of the episode is him being like what do i do about this yeah (laughs) like that would that would be an interesting twist if he's like i've defeated the inquisitors now i can go back to protecting luke blah 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 but then there's like oh shoot there's this other thing that like i know if i pursue this it could just cause more problems but I can't not pursue it. Like mm-hmm. I I didn't know that Anakin was still alive, but he's Darth Vader. And then the second half of the episode Our season is him like, how do I confront Vader? Yeah, I could see that. But uh we won't know till the 25th. You know what I'm saying? No, we won't we won't know until starting the 25th. <laughs> and then we'll know as it goes on. But you'll finally be home for that. Yeah, or maybe... Except uh, May 25th, I could be busy in the next month. I'll talk about that next month, so... True, but, uh, yeah, I... uh, Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe the the full trailer or whatever, if that yeah will happen might be more elucidating but maybe may the 4th we'll get a second trailer for it um yeah usually it seems like they don't really drop disney plus trailers until kind of close to when pretty late yeah so 
uh yeah that's it for the episode um we'll be back next month we'll, <laughs> we'll be back when it drops probably no basically when the next big news thing comes out at well probably a week after that uh, yeah i mean this was enough to flush us out of hibernation yeah so um yeah thanks for listening you can uh leave us a review or rating on most podcast services follow us on instagram Ooh, uh, i should probably uh no best been briefing for a while i have taken on a lot of other writing assignments and so like i don't have time to write that mm-hmm. but it's not canceled that's all i that's my it's just on hiatus that was season one it goes on yeah the first three episodes was season one yeah all right um so yeah that's it uh looking forward to kenobi a lot excited for more inquisitors oh wait there's a, a, a couple things that i wanted to say give recommendations because we have until may 25th so some things that it might be helpful to have consumed by the time this show comes out are uh, especially in terms of Inquisitors, because the this is the first major appearance of the Inquisitors besides Rebels, but um, the first two seasons of Rebels, the first features the Grand Inquisitor as kind of the primary antagonist. The second season features the seventh sister, eighth brother, and fifth brother as primary antagonists. Season three and four, you could watch, but that's Thrawn is the main villain. There's not really Inquisitors there. And um, Rebels happens after Obi-Wan Kenobi happens. So like nothing story-wise would matter for Kenobi. It's just to kind of get to know who yeah. the Inquisitors are and how they operate. Charles Soule's uh, Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith comic. I believe it's like... 15 issues it's not very it's not a very long or maybe even less i don't know it's not it's not a very long um comic i know that i own it on uh digital on comiXology um it's fairly short um whoops uh and that has a lot about darth vader pretty much immediately after revenge of the sith how he meets the Inquisitors. It has a lot more Inquisitor backstory, like how they were trained and all that. The Ahsoka novel, which is... Um, a banger. It's a but, young uh, adult novel. Uh, it's a few years old now, so uh, they still sell in paperback, I think. But in order to find a hardcover, you'd really have to look for it. Do you have a hardcover, Landon? I do. I have all ah. hardcovers. I knew that. <laughs> You're, um, it's just a subtle flex. You know, the yeah. hardcovers are really hard to come by, but, yeah. you know, but I, I have got one. Um, so, tonally, I think the Ahsoka novel is going to be the most similar thing to the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. It's about Ahsoka post uh, Order 66. Um, and it's just kind of her doing her thing until the sixth brother shows up. And then she has to deal with that. So that's kind of what we imagine the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is going to be like. Um, 
So I, I wouldn't say it's necessary reading, but um, it is yeah, probably I think... the most similar thing in canon to what this show seems like it's going to be. Yeah. I would also say there's a Legends book called Kenobi, which is kind of uh, really popular and probably is what made people want to see an Obi-Wan Kenobi show is because this book existed. I have not read it. Um, I don't think I own it. I used to own it in hardcover. I sold it. I sold all my Legends books so that I could buy them on Kindle, and I just haven't bought that one yet. Um, but it's also coming out April 5th in a new paperback form. So you could find it uh, pretty easily for probably like 15, 10 to $15 in paperback. I can't say that it's going to be anything like what this show will be like, but it is kind of the blueprint, I guess, like the origin of the Obi-Wan between Return of the Jedi or between Revenge of the Sith and Episode 4 uh story and i hear it's really good as well so i think oh and fallen order again probably not (laughs) necessary but it does have more inquisitor stuff in it um yeah and i don't know if that is supposed to take place around the same time as obi-wan kenobi or before i think they're both supposed to be like 10 years right i think fallen orders five oh so I think if so, Fallen Order might be five years after Kenobi's ten years after, and I think Rebels is like five years before Episode Four. So that's kind of a nice spaced out little Inquisitors trilogy. Yeah, um, good way of thinking of it. There's not really an Inquisitors centric book besides a little bit of that Vader comic, but. Um, yeah, those are recommendations for what you could read or watch before Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mostly just because if you haven't seen Rebels you and you haven't read any of those books, you have never seen the Inquisitors before. And I think seeing them in live action first, especially with the spinning lightsabers, could be a little jarring. Uh, and the more... And the more people who watch Rebels, it has become more and more obvious that Rebels is kind of the building blocks of the new canon. Like, if it was in Rebels, it's most likely going to come back in some way. It seems. Yeah, that's because Rebels is peak. It is peak. Remember, and we I, put we put Rebel season three at the peak of Star Wars. Yeah, we're in the we're in the Kenobi cycle right now. Once we get into the Ahsoka cycle, we'll be oh, yeah. really insufferable about this. Oh, so yeah. like. Might as well just watch it now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening. Read and watch those things if you want. Especially the Vader comic. It's really good. Um, and it's pretty short. And if you have never read comics before, it's kind of an easy one to get into. Um, and it's just really entertaining. So also uh follow me on Letterboxd. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I've, uh, yeah. I've been getting followed by like a couple people lately, and I was like, "Huh?" Just random if, people? like people follow. Yeah, random people. I was like, "What if people yeah. followed me on Letterbox?" Random people follow me, and I follow them back. And I only know like probably three people I follow on there. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening. We will catch you on the flip side.